listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson. Brought to you by Evergreen Podcast. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Bowman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out. Original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon, Evergreen Podcasts. For those of you who were not deterred by an 0-5 start from Baker and thought he was going to end with five touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown with 11 seconds left, uh, congrats. But for the rest of us, it was shock and amazement as the Browns came back to win 37-34. Uh, terrible stuff here. Odell Beckham Jr. might be lost for the season. We're going to have to wait on an MRI. Uh, Miles Garrett, again, though, had another strip sack in his run for MVP, brother. And then uh, the Buckeyes, Irish Wolverines, all win. An incredible ending to the World Series Game 4 as well. We'll talk about that. But first, it says Coach Stefanski said, these are a bunch of dudes who believe. You're five and two, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. We've all gone through moments in our fandom as Browns fans, <laughs> but this was definitely a moment where we won 80 in a game completely with one player. Yeah. Baker Mayfield stood at the precipice of getting booed out of town, and it wasn't even in Cleveland. It was in Cincinnati. He was standing there going, we all looked around, we all basically said as Browns fans, I know I did myself going, holy shit, it can't end this way. It just can't end this way. And it's going to end this way. And he had one of the most remarkable turnarounds uh, in a Browns uniform I can ever remember. Yeah. It was wonderful to see. He threw one incompletion, which was a not even incompletion. He was stopping the clock um, in the last drive of the game. So basically after the 0-5, Baker went perfect. The only time he did not was to stop the clock late in this game. Look, Baker Mayfield needed this game for many reasons, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be bantered about, about why, whatever else. And there could be theories, but I was obviously happy to see it. It was incredible to watch. He was flinging the ball around and the Bengals stink, but Joe Burrow's very good. So that was one of the rare times too, as a Browns fan, we saw a true quarterback duel and we won the duel, which Holy was shit. so great. <laughs> so great. Um, just a great win. I mean, take a Andy, Andy, win. here's the deal. Coming off of last week, coming off of last week, it was brutal. It was brutal the whole week. And yep. I thought in the back of my mind, before this game started today, I thought to myself, oh, boy, what if I'm wrong about my prediction on the show that we just did for the preview for this game? <laughs> oh, boy, what if they don't? Like, it just hit me. Like, they could really lay an egg again. And then we started that game, and Baker started 0 for 5. And they were having trouble getting anything going offensively. And by the end of the first quarter and in through the second quarter, I was like, you know what? It really might fall on its face. This This might be Baker's unraveling. We know that we've seen this lack of progression. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, that offense came to life. And it was, they had to adjust. Once Odell came out of that game, they had to adjust. Landry put himself through help dealing with his broken rib. I was worried. I didn't know why they were running him at one point. I was like, why are you doing that to him? He only got three wide receivers, and only two of them are even healthy. So, look, they, they, they got away with that. At the same time, the tight ends played a huge role in that comeback. Huge, Brian. Huge role. 
Huge. And and that's something that I I wanted to see anyways out of this team throughout this season. And no 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 Hooper today, and I think this is also the rebirth of Hollywood yeah. in Cleveland. Oh, Hollywood Hollywood Higgins is back. You think Stefanski gets it now? Do you Brett, think he gets that relationship? Because my God, what? what it wasn't fool's gold two years ago when those two linked up the way they did. He's back. A quote from Stefanski. He was a healthy scratch a couple of times earlier this season. That's how the numbers played out. But he just kept doing his job. He can't discount. And this is the big one. And you can't discount the connection he has with Baker Mayfield. There's another player in his team. Oh, let's stop eight. discounting it. I'm tired of yeah. him being an, a, a healthy scratch. Yeah, I, I, I will say this right now. For everybody out there, Hollywood Higgins and Baker Mayfield need to be playing mm-hmm. all the time together now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about Kadrell Hodge. I don't want to hear about other people coming in and out who are new. Mm-hmm. Higgins has got to be playing no. now from here on out. I mean, there's no question. Hig- the rebirth of Higgins is here. It was a He was flying around. He and Baker have certainly a connection, and he played a key role. Bryant, the rookie wide receiver, played, a key, played a key role in this game. And you teed it off, and I was going to hit it next. Now, Landry's numbers aren't the greatest and whatever else. There certainly seems to be now the effect of like, okay, Dearness Johnson, we can't give him the ball so much, so Hunt had to do all the carries. Hunt is not an every down back. He's not Nick Chubb. So they had to put Landry in in situations just to get a differentiating running play. And it worked. It worked. I mean, it, it, worked. It, 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 the, the, it worked. It didn't work the first time. It worked It worked as they, they – they, they, I think the first time they tried to run that play, they ran it again, and it, and it, and it, and it was beautiful. I mean, Landry threw another perfect pass. He threw another dime. It was insane. Landry's, I've said this for, for a while, Landry's the heart and soul of this team. And you saw it on those carries. Playing with rib problems. Run, taking handoffs, as my partner said. Shows a yeah. lot about the guts of this team. But look, it's all about. Was that guts though or was that not smart? I feel like that wasn't so smart. But I, 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 it, it, <laughs> It's one of those situations Right. Knowing probably what knowing Stefanski, Dearness Johnson had a great game against Dallas. If we all know in our heart of hearts, do we think Dearness Johnson should be getting the ball in big spots? Probably not. So Landry needed to do what he had to do just to give Hunt a chance to catch his breath. And Jared, that's what this team got tonight. And uh, Jared, I just, I want to go back to Baker. That was 2018 Baker from, from the 0-5 after that stopped all the way to the end. And the great thing about that game was you could feel, you could feel it going in to halftime. You right. kind of wonder if it's going to carry it out. But as soon as you saw that first drive, and that was a beautiful the, – the, the, the drive to get it up to 10-10 was choppy at points. He did enough. It was a weird pass for Brian, but he got in the end zone. That first drive in the second half, I never I saw like, it. Was oh, a great, it was a great answer. Proven, it was a proven. great answer. Um, I want to jump into my view of Peoples Jones too. Um, I'd much rather see him on the field as a wide receiver than see him uh, running back kicks. I'm just at that point. I really wish that there were other options. I like seeing him out there as a wide receiver. He proved himself today. He had some big shoes to fill and hauling in that final touchdown to win the game, hauling that in, dragging those feet. I mean, the awareness was there. He, he Jones is a wonderful wide receiver. Really, really good. He was good in college. We that's said my this, point. That's my we, point. There's we, no we, reason to. We said this on this podcast before, so we're going to say it again. Peoples Jones makes you nervous catching balls. 
We said that two or three weeks ago. On, on special teams, returning. Special That's teams. what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. right. Catching balls on special teams. I'm sorry. When he's receiving punts, receiving kickoffs, it makes you nervous. The Browns right now don't have a cook returner. They don't. They don't have anything. They're going to have to do something about that. But this People Jones, I loved him in Michigan. He was a wonderful player for Michigan. And, and, he, and he did not have the benefit of a passer. You are seeing that now. He is big. He is tall. And boy, does he keep his feet in bounds in the biggest spots of the game. And that was an absolute dime by six. I want to get back to Baker for a second. This was, this could be, and maybe this is, the performance that accelerates him in, in this town and for this team. He needed this. It was Brett Favre-like. And it was Brett Favre at the very end, meaning he threw an interception first. It was bad. It was crappy. I never, I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to end his career <laughs> like this in Cincinnati. And then bang, bang, bang. And as the game went on, he got hotter and hotter and hotter. Broke and hotter. Bernie's record. Broke Bernie's reception. Uh, you know, completed passes in a I row mean, record. And by the way, he should have. One of them was only to stop the clock. His only incompletion. Yeah, yeah it was, was just, down the ball. Was just down the ball. So. Uh, right. I, I'm reading all these comments. One from Matt on Facebook. Joe Burrow completes that final pass for a TD. I was going to draw myself in the Mahoney River. <laughs> Matt, I was with you. Matt, I kept – but you know what I said, though? Oh, I'll tell you this, too. It looked like there might have been a touch of P.I. there, too. But I'll, I'll leave it but, alone. I'm not, I'm not going to – I'm just saying. I felt like there might have been a little – but so, they'll let that go. So, so I, have a, I have a 10-year-old son who was weeping upset. And I told him, I go, do you know what the funny thing is, Cameron? They left them too much time. There's a minute, like eight left or minute six left. I remember when I saw that, I was like, that actually gives the Browns a chance to win the game. And they did. I don't know why you could feel in this game that the Browns were going to go down the field and score. I said, at least they'll get a field goal. Uh, I yeah, I didn't have any doubt in it. I point. didn't have any doubt. The Bengals defense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Browns fan in me, the Browns fan in me, I have the, I have the little brownie elf in the back of my mind going, don't throw another interception, baby. I know. Like it's there, it's there, but it, it wasn't overwhelming. I was a little bit nervous, but you see them start driving down the field. You see the nice pads and they get up there, they down the ball. I, and then I thought to myself, okay, what do we got? We got, um, what was it? Was it 11 seconds left, 14 seconds left, whatever. 11. And I thought to myself, well, they can take one shot. They can take one shot. I have a feeling they're going to. And you got, I couldn't believe it. I could okay. not believe that pass and that catch. Baker looked as good as he has looked in years today. And keep this in mind, folks. He is still not feeling all that well. Cracked rib. All of a sudden we find out he's got a cracked rib. We kind of knew that, but right now it's confirmed. Now now it's confirmed. Yeah, That's, that's, that's kind of how I felt about it. Now here's the thing, and you tapped upon it. This kid is fucking tough. I would give this – this, this, this win is not just a win and, oh, my gosh, he played well against a bad defense. This was a get off the mat, ring the bell against. We couldn't stop Joe Burrow unless Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward's going to do something fabulous in this game. Those two players could have stood on their head. Everybody else in the defense. Uh, Mac Wilson, I finally saw him. Mac Wilson, yeah, Mac yeah, Wilson finally. made it, made it, made a uh, made an appearance. Uh, in, yeah, in in pass coverage too, I believe. Made, made an appearance. It was in pass Will, Wilson finally, he's not all the way back, but he looked better. Right. Again, this was a get off. No one should ever shit this game forever. 
no matter what the history books say about Baker Mayfield, this was a get off the mat. I'm going to answer the bell against a really good quarterback in a big spot, interdivisional on the road. This was a huge, huge, huge win. And the guts that he showed and those passes, again, the great thing about Mayfield today that made you feel good, he got better as the game went on. And, and there it, were, it's been the opposite of that this entire right, season. Right. And there, were, and there were throws in that game where they were lasered in there. And this was another game. By the way, the Nick Chubb countdown, we're almost got him back. The running game was not where it could be today. It just didn't have what we didn't. It didn't have it. And now you get this game. Vegas loses today. Mm-hmm. So you, you get some breathing room and you're starting to feel more comfortable about the playoffs. Now, two, I guess, because I see this on Facebook, I'm going to go do a rabbit hole quickly in special teams. We have some special teams issues still. I don't know what the fuck to say about it. Yeah. I know we get all these genius not, special I'm teams not. coaches in there. I don't know what to do. Parky makes me nervous. I'm now. not worried about Parky. That one, I'm telling you, that's not that's a fluke to me right now. But yeah, Dan Monis on Facebook. Let's talk about Parky missing that PAT after the go ahead touchdown. Any concern moving forward there? I'll raise my I, hand. I, I, I mean, look, I I'll mean, it's the, but, but Andy, it's I, the I, same I, concern I, we always have. It's you're a Browns fan, and this is what this no, is what no, 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 no. Like. He's heading down the road of Zane Gonzalez. No, he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, now you, no, there you go. Now you sound like a, a typical Browns fan. Uh, Andy, it's, it's not that bad yet. He has been drilling everything down the middle. He's hit the 40-plus yarders. He's going to be okay. Now, here's the deal. Of course he missed that one. Why? Because Lord knows we needed the added drama of it only being a three-point difference and, and having the, the ability for Burrow to launch one or, you know, you thought, is there any way? That's all I kept thinking is, is there any way that there's time for them when I saw Forsyth? Any way for them to get I know. field range? And then I started running in my head, oh, boy, all they need to do is get a PI, and then they'll get an extra play. Like, that had me. That, then I was nervous. But, look, at the end of the day, it all worked out. EJ Scalota on Facebook, laces out. Yeah, no shit, right? Parky makes me nervous Ooh. now. All right. Um, I'm, not, I'm not. I refuse. I'm not going to get nervous about him. That's fine. Peoples Jones definitely makes me nervous when he's receiving our kicks. <laughs> yeah. um, and our kick return game and our punt return game is terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's average at best. Um, the Browns special teams is is below mediocre. It's in the bottom third. They I've seen all these football teams now for a while. I've watched a lot of NFL this year. The Browns special teams are in the bottom third of the league. And I don't know if it's going to hurt them in a big spot yet or not. But does Parker make nervous now? Yes, he does. Um. Yes, he does. Can we talk about the glaring eyesore that, in my mind, causes uh, the Browns to give up maybe 14 to 21 points a game? <laughs> I mean, I really do. I know it's not fair to hang that many points on a guy and claim it's his fault, but it feels like it. Doesn't it feel like it? Andrew Sandejo. Sandejo. No. I, I, there's nothing. There's no analyst. There's nothing to say. And I feel he's, bad. I hate saying that about a guy. No, he's very bad. He's worked his ass off he's to get problem. in the league. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not. He's a I'm not. Look, he's going to get paid. It Look, hurts. The, the, there was, the, the, he did the full accomplishment of bad secondary play. One play, he was so out of position that the ball went way above his head. And another play, <laughs> the guy, I forget who it was, this Bengals. I mean, he was basically behind the receiver, and the guy caught the ball. Oh, well, that's what they did. They isolated. They isolated purpose with that on that on that short touchdown pass. I mean, sometimes he's too aggressive. Sometimes he's too passive. Sendejo, he's in that world. I don't know what else to say. There's nothing to say. 
I don't know if there's anybody on the street who can play better, but at this point, Sandejo is rotten bad. I mean, it's eye-glaringly bad. And, I, and I'll throw another guy's name in there, and I saw it today again. Olivier Vernon gave nothing, nothing, had nothing in this game. Yeah. No interest in rushing the quarterback. Didn't give a shit about making plays. Almost lost a fumble, thank God. I think it was Harrison, or was it Mitchell? I think one of those guys got that strip sack fumble. But anyways, not not to bemoan the negative. Let me talk about Miles Garrett again. Yeah, let's do that. I, I want to I say this loud and clear. He is playing like Lawrence Taylor did in the 80s and early 90s. He is affecting the game. I have never seen this since LT. Single-handedly. He takes over, over games and just puts it on his shoulders. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that. Miles Garrett right now is in the running for me for MVP, not just defensive MVP. And I know he's not a quarterback, and I know he's not an offensive player, but if the Browns lose Garrett, we are fucked. There is no season. <laughs> Why did you even put that out there into the universe? Back, you know, back up the and go home. And he is – Get he that is bad that juju good. out of here. He is that good. He yes. is unbelievable. So does he have does he have nine or ten sacks now? I can't remember. He had two today. So I think that puts him at does that put him at ten? I believe so. He leads but, the league. I mean, he leads the league. I mean, he was all over the place. And he had to play. Folks, the Bengals had 22 more plays than the Browns did. So he was playing a lot of plays in this game and a lot of passing plays in this game. Yeah. And, I'll t- and again, and, Bur- and Burrow, as, as quickly so as he got rid of the ball, that Burrow, that's the only thing that that was, that's his saving grace. He knows better than to hold on to that ball. Nine. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Oh, uh, who is that? Uh, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> thank you. I, I can't read that. Uh, I'm not going to put that one up, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he has nine. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's one hell of a, that's one hell of a screen name. <laughs> so, so. Miles Garrett is playing <laughs> on a level right now where they are going to do some sort of book and some sort of like little thing on NFL films. I mean, he is really, really that good. Matt also on Facebook potential of Garrett. The, I think the single season sack record, is it still Derek Thomas or was it surpassed by someone? I can't remember, but I know. No, Derek it was, Thomas. Was, no, it was, uh, Oh, was it? Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it's is what? Listen, what? the only thing that I know is that my dad complains about Brett Favre falling and giving up. So. Well, I know. Here's, here's the only thing I'm going to say about this to Matt's question. I know we're homers. I know what we're seeing here. I'm just going to tell you right now, Miles Garrett is playing on that kind of level. Mm-hmm. In this game today, he again, it's like on cue. Like, I have never been a Browns fan. I'm like, he's going to strip sack him. I can see it's like he's going to strip sack him. And he did. And I was like, oh, my God, you can foresee it now. It is unbelievable. It's like, he's got him. And there's a fumble. I mean, it's great. And he comes it's with that paw over the top. Oh, over it's top. Wow, You know it's coming. Bah! Like, like a lion going after, like, yeah, like a lion going after a gazelle. It's like, dude, yeah. you're done. <laughs> like, done. As soon as, like it's in your mouth. Done. It's done. Um, but again, I want to pound this in the ground. Mm-hmm. Miles Garrett mm-hmm. is playing on that kind of level, and I love watching him play. Now, Emmett Golden teed it up yeah. on Twitter a little bit, but you and I have done this for two years. This Denzel Ward misplacing of anger is bullshit. If you don't believe it's Denzel Ward after today, I mean, go go take a ticket and cheer for a different team. 
I mean, he is so good. He tipped that pass for interception. He stripped A.J. Green, which could have been a turning point in this game. He does it every game. He is by far, it's not close, the best quarterback on his team. It's not even comparable. Mitchell's not even in his league. No, no. Mitchell struggled a little bit today, though, too. He's, he's, again, he's average to good, but Denzel Ward's pro bowler. He's going to go to the pro bowl again this year. Yeah. He is going to go to the pro bowl. And then there's really everybody else on this team. I mean, again, I saw Mac Wilson. He did some things. I love Larry. I love Sheldon Richardson. I didn't see either of them today, really. Well, Larry Ogunjobi's been hot and cold. Larry Ogunjobi is not, it's not been. Yeah. He had a bad offsides in this game. I know Richardson did too. At one point, but my whole point being is like, you know, those are your two defensive guys. I'm really to the point. Um, I heard Tony Grossi say this after the game. I'm kind of with Tony. I just am to the point now where it's like, I don't think this defense is horrific because, you know, they won this game today with some of their plays, so it's, it's okay. But, but if you think you're going to keep a team under 28 points, it's got a good offense, you're crazy. Well, because the problem is you're only going to get – yeah, you know what? Dan Monas points this out on Facebook. Uh, Mitchell missed a wide-open interception, yes, which, which by the way, Big could have in itself – and helped, you know, that could have ended the game, basically. Big drop. Um, that was a huge, huge drop. Um, huge drop. So the um, – uh, oh shit! Good I lost point, my Dan. train of point. What were, what were we? What were we just talking about? The, the defense in this. Okay. In this so thing. so so here's the deal. The defense. The, the 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 best part about the Browns' defense is that they have certain elite players that can change things quickly. Right. Yes. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. There have I been times that. where other guys have picked up and made a big play that has helped. We do not have a cohesive defense that can defend against the pass in any regular form in any, you just have no confidence in their pass coverage, period. You just don't overall as a team defensively, it's brutal. Thank God they have some superstars on that defense though, to pick it up. Namely miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. They have two guys who can really do a lot and we're thankful to have both. And again, to be fair, there's no Delpit. Uh, Phillips is still not there. Still a lot of not healthy dudes. Yeah, and it, and, it, and this and it really shows on defense. Um, offense, it's just plug and play, which is amazing. But on defense, it's really you can feel it. But again, I won't shit too much on this. We'll do this next. Yeah, week. no. Uh, somebody with a random name on Twitter, Harrison shows promise. Absolutely, if he can stay healthy, he had another scare today. Harris, Harrison, Harrison shows some promise for sure. I agree with that. That's a fair one. That's fair. Kevin Johnson, I don't think is terrible. Um, I know he got picked on a couple of times. I don't think he's terrible. Right. Uh, Mitchell's not terrible. But you know what? Talky talky, bad. Olivia Vernon, I, I just, there are so many games where it's like, he just, you don't feel his presence at all. No. There's another game. It's like, couldn't tell you one thing, Olivia Vernon. Oh, I wonder what that is. I don't know. I wonder what it is. And hey, uh, let me ask you this too. Let me ask you this. We're going to jump back to the other side of the box. We're mm-hmm. all over the place tonight because we're excited. Um, uh, Chief, Big David Njoku, hell of a day. Oh, by the way, he's not getting traded now. No, no, that's what you get. You you might want to get traded, but you ain't going anywhere, no, brother. Anywhere. No. Now, I want to mention two guys, and then the second one's a bigger name, but J.C. Treader, he got a lot of love, and he should really, really play tough in this game. Um, I'm going to give Joe Batonio's quotes. I pulled it from after game. I find mm-hmm. it this game. Give me a second. Where is it here? Uh, it's a great quote. I don't – man, watch me. I probably copied well, it. Where'd you put it? Did you put it in the rundown? 
Yeah, then, oh, man, ah, I'm going to blow this moment. Oh, well, well Batonio Dude. basically said he was talking about, was he talking about, uh, well, go gave ahead. him inspiration because he played so tough. And that was the basic surmise of it. Didn't expect it, him to come back in the game and he came and, back and, in the game. And JC Treader just played gutty. And now to the bigger one, OBJ. Now this is one's going to get a little more sticky. Um, I feel horrible. We all feel horrible. Do I believe that OBJ coming out really helped Baker Mayfield's confidence? No, I don't. Do I really believe like that him coming out of this game did something? No, because as we all remember in this game, after that first possession, Baker looked just as bad without OBJ in the game. So it really is one of those things to me where it did not do, it did not do, and not it was not a part of the game. I feel bad for OBJ. Um, it sounds like from everything everybody's reporting and from players and how they're talking, sounds like he's going to be out for the year. It doesn't sound good. I just want to say, yeah, and I don't know how you look at that as being anything positive for the Browns. It's just not. No. And by the way, I'm going to say, I mean, they really did have to scheme completely differently and adjust on the fly. Think about what they did to adjust offensively to then turn around and put up the points they put up today. Well, well, if this is true, going in the next week, you're out now. Your top running back, you're out of top wide receiver, and you're off, and you're out your top tight end. Most teams cannot survive this. The Browns, I will actually tell you right now, can't because they are that much in-depth talent on offense where you have Hollywood Higgins who can come into play. Peoples Jones can come into play. Bryant, I mean, wow, we, what a player. He might be better than Uber. I really like Bryant a lot. I really like Bryant a lot. Jarvis Landry is a wonderful star. We just went on and on about him. And you got Kareem Hunt. So because of your depth, Nick Chubb, OBJ, Hooper, on any other team, you would be sticking dynamite in the ground and be like, hopefully we draw sand. And this team, you're drawing oil. It's amazing. This team's depth. Now back to OBJ. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I know that, you know, just it looked bad. It felt bad. That was a crappy first pass by Mayfield. And you just hope he's okay. I know there's a lot of things like, oh, hey, maybe that's part of the reason why Baker played well. I don't believe that at all. I don't. Well, listen, I, you know, correlation does not equal causation. I don't think it's fair to say that. I understand where it's coming from, though. I will say that. I will say that I understand why people are saying it. Mm-hmm. But I but I will caveat that with I don't believe that it is the reason. No. Um. So... <sighs> And offensively, now, the Browns. Offensively, the Browns. They they figured out how to make a click this afternoon. Defensively, we're agreeing it was it was rough. Do we give more credit though to Burrow for this, or okay. is it more on the Browns' defense? Because well, no, that's no, 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 no. That I, I I don't know how because I had Burrow's a buddy really do this good. to me. I had a buddy on on Twitter do this to me, and he basically said that you know Baker looked good because the Bengals' pass defense was so bad, and I I responded with. Wait a minute. Our pass defense is bad. Come on, brother. Like easy now. I don't I don't know how to do this back and forth tit to tat tit for tat, whether it's worth it or not. But was it the Browns defense is that poor? Their pass defense that poor, or was it that Burrow is that good? Burrow's that good. I think he is too. I think Burrow is this is a guy who has thrown for you know 300, 400 yards multiple games now. And there's there's no rookie, no rookie quarterbacks that that have ever done that. I don't I gotta look, but Burrow's that good. And I actually want to go a step further. The fans came in it so much after the game, and we'll get the quotes for for Thursday or Friday. He basically said, I had to make adjustments to my play calling to help out my quarterback, and I did. 
And there's some things I called early because he made some strange calls he early. He did, yes. And, he, and I never yeah, was like, he said oh. he failed in that way because he failed his quarterback to set him up to, to have a yeah. good start. And and uh, and he he took that on himself. And so and, and so I just want to point that out too. And I and going to this thing, oh, the Bengals are a crappy defense. That only shows up when the other team, in this case, it's our quarterback, plays well. I know they're not good defensively. Fine. You know what though? He actually, for everything I just said. He only had one incompletion after the 0-5, and it was because he stopped the clock. Mayfield was standing on his head hot. And those are a couple passes. That pass to Peoples-Jones, it wasn't terrible coverage. He put the ball where no one else could get it. Right. He made the play. And that was the accuracy that we have not seen out of Baker. Oh my God! All year, even when he's even early, ball. even early on, he overthrew. He overthrew a pass I mean, earlier. I mean, it might have been the, his fifth incomplete pass. I just, point. I just want to say, okay, we got to point this out again. Kudos to six. Mm-hmm. He got off the mat. He got knocked down. It looked like the TKO, the mm-hmm. KO was coming from the referee. You could feel it when it was zero and five, and him walking out the field. He looked pale as a ghost. It looked like it was game over, set match. That kid. Well, Spiro was starting to make excuses for him. I mean, look, it was over. Starting and to say, oh, you boy, you have to wonder if it's the cracked rib. Right. <laughs> and, and by the way, for that kid to get up with hurt ribs and play the way he did, yeah. shame on people saying it's a bad defense. Yeah. This was on Baker Mayfield's arm. He's the reason why they won this game. Yes, the Bengals defense isn't as good. But you know what? In this case here, he took advantage of it and made plays. And even at times when the Bengals did play good defense, it didn't matter because Mayfield was that hot. Mm. I won't go any further than that because I don't think it needs to be done. And, yes, Joe Burrow is nasty good. Nasty good. And, again, here's the difference between this week and last week. Two weeks in a row, who controlled the ball? The Bengals. Who controlled time possession? The Bengals. Bengals had control this game. But – Unlike last week, with no running game again, no running game really, the Browns did it with Mayfield's arm. And, yes, Hunt had enough good runs to get them cleared. Landry had some tough runs to get first downs, and those were big plays. But it wasn't the same running game we've been used to in these other four wins. Right. This win is on Mayfield. Absolutely. He won this game, and he deserved so. And caveat, Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward. Uh, yeah, I mean Baker put the cherry on the top. That that yes. that touchdown to win the game. I just I could I couldn't believe it, Andy. Andy, it's been it's been so long. It's yes. been so long. Yes, I was I was I was I don't even think I was a teenager uh, the last time the Browns were this good. I'm so happy for Mayfield, and I want to bring up the EJ note here on Facebook. A coach admitting he's wrong, fired, which is a funny note. Going to Stefanski, <laughs> Stefanski totally gets it. And this is where I'm excited as a Browns fan. And this is where I get dreamy stupid. I think the Browns can play better. I think the Browns have much better games than them. I don't think we've seen the best of the Browns yet. And we certainly haven't seen the healthiest Browns. And maybe we won't this year. But that gives me hope. What it means is this team can scrap when the cards are down. If you would have told me Nick Chubb gets hurt in the middle of the Cowboys game, and even during that run, they win that game, they win the Colts game, and they win the Bengals game. I would be like, bullshit. No way. And they have. They've gone three and one with his injury. That says a lot about your coach. He is a wonderful, wonderful coach. And yes, EJ, get out those, uh, you know, get out those, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Acapus- Abacus. Abacus. Get, out Abacus. Your, get out your calculator. Analytics are paying They're off. Paying off. Your Texas interestments are there. Pocket protectors out. 
And that goes with the Podesta, and that goes with Andrew Barry too. Because the roster has been built to win. And if they can survive this, get a Hooper back, get Chubb back after the buys. I don't think anyone we well, I know they're not playing before the buy. And then you can somehow squeeze some more juice out of this. It's gonna be so exciting. Here's my own little hints. This will be more for later in the week. The Browns can't get dinged up too much more on offense. You can't take too no, much. No, no, you're I'm, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. We're, we're we're at the we're, enough is enough. We're you know, can we elevator say uncle? Fall. Can we say uncle? There's a mercy. Uncle. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, mercy. mercy. Elevator full. You can't take too many more dings and dunks. You just can't. But all that to be said, they have. Jared, it's wonderful to watch. Mm. It's exciting to watch. I didn't have them. I didn't have them at five and two, Andy. You know I, that. I had them at I had them at three and five after eight, possibly four and four, but three and five. Well, and that was and that was due to get I didn't expect them to beat the Colts. They did. I knew that there was a possibility that they could lose uh one of these games to uh to Cincinnati. Um I, I you know, I I know that 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 playing that playing Las Vegas isn't gonna be an easy task. Vegas um, is good, but they lost. Now tonight. the bummer is, Andy. I got to come back to this. The bummer is, we still have to acknowledge the AFC North is a beast of a division, and those asshole rat birds and those pencil tuckins are just still making life difficult, even with the Browns at five and two. And those, they're the ones who are giving us fits, and we can't have that. We can't have that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna truly be back in the North, you've got to compete. Got to compete. They, they, they swept the, the kitty cats. Teams. They swept the kitty cats. Uh, we, swept the, we swept the kitty cats. And you know what? Before we get to Jimmy's comment. Yeah. They swept the kitty cats. And you know what? You get about a whole five games to figure out the Ravens and Steelers. And, and that's that, what the Browns are. And I, that's what the Browns right. are. And I'm hoping the Browns they can. But, but if they were to play the Ravens and Steelers in a game or two, I'd be like, ooh, they get a break. They're done with the AFC North now for a while. That's not. And well, by the way, for whatever fucking reason, the Bengals have been a bugaboo. That team is tough. I don't want to play. Uh, goodbye. Get out. Hey, give the same trouble to the Steelers and to the Ravens. Get out of here. Get out. I mean, that's what I said today. I'm like, oh, get this team out. Bro, my gosh, today. I, I mean, I know this is a Brown show. We love the Browns. Burrow's going to be unbelievable. My God, is that kid good. Woo. I think so. Jimmy, cannot pronounce your last name. So Jimmy K. Jimmy Cavoris on Facebook. <laughs> Jimmy Cavoris on Facebook. Callahan was a huge pickup, also as coach. You're right. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Yeah. I don't know what to think of Joe Woods yet, though. Jury's still out. Well, it's it's hard. It's hard to to tell because really, what he's working with. No, I know. And I'm going to say one more thing. They're just they're running thin. That you you knew at the beginning of the season that they were going to be thin at linebacker. And you were just hoping that some of the young talent was going to work out in the secondary and they've had to deal with the, the injury. So, um, I mean, cause let's be real here. Defensive line was great. I mean, overall, overall, yeah. overall, oh, there was, I mean, Burrow was getting rid of the ball cause he had to, cause he was getting pressure just with that front four. So yeah. here's one more thing. All you can ask for. Here's one more thing about this team that I, I want to stress. Yeah. There are some things here and there. I don't think the Browns have played their complete game yet. And that gets me excited. And, they, and they're and they going to get players back. Chubb's coming back. Yeah. Hooper's coming back. These guys are coming back at some point. Oh. Mac Wilson is not up to full speed yet. So there's things coming. Wyatt Taylor's still out. There's, there's help coming. There's help coming. 
and this team's going to get I think better as the year goes on. I don't I just get this feeling and I and yes, if Mayfield plays like this and by the way, where the fuck it turned on his light bulb, which Stefanski credited himself saying, I had to throw away some of the things I was trying to do and let him play. If that's the light switch here, holy shit. The other thing too, Hollywood Higgins should not be on a practice squad anymore. He has got to play from here on out. And more Harrison Bryant. The more I watch Harrison Bryant play, the more I love him. I feel bad for Hooper, but um, Harrison Bryant can play. Just a reminder, the rest of the schedule coming out, we've got the Raiders, and then uh, the Browns are going to get their bye week, a much-needed rest that that team Texans. is absolutely going to need. The Texans are, are probably going to be a weird I – mean, I mean, it's at home, so. they It's not the same yeah. Texans. Not the same Texans. Right. And then you get the um, Eagles after the that. Eagles, yeah. It's, Eagles, it's, Jags, Titans, uh, Ravens, Giants, Jets. I mean, Andy, you're talking, oh, I got to play this game again. I'm going to play this game again. One, two, three. Ten and six seems four. Great. Four of those. Should, they, it, it should be an easy nine and seven. An easy nine ten, and seven. Cakewalk nine, seven. Ten, six, what I want to hit, and 11, five. 12 and four. 13-3? You called 12. And <laughs> 13 and three would mean that they've got to beat either the Ravens or the Steelers at some point. Oh, no, take out the garbage. I will say this again. If this is the magic elixir, if Stefanski realizing something on the sideline, Hollywood Higgins getting get, going back in the field, this is what we needed. And I want to bring up one more time again. I don't think this team has played their best football. I really don't, Jared. I watch this team. You just don't get the feeling they played their best football yet. No, no, not yet. It's it's hard to get not get excited. It's great to see the Raiders lose because they're in that race with for the Raiders and the Colts. The Patriots lost again. Oh, yeah, Patriots. Cam Cam got pulled. Patriots. Although Cam got Cam got pulled in the, when the game was already. Yeah, he didn't so get pulled. Don't, well. Yeah, don't read. Should, it well, I mean, it's so I just feel too bad for the Pats, right? <laughs> 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 good for the Niners. That was a good. Andy's low. Andy lives too close to that area. He's just uh, he has to deal with with those fans all the time. I, I on the other hand, am married to one, um, but she I, hasn't. I, but she has not watched anything this year. I so currently have right. a new person in my life who's also a Pats fan, and she went to bed, so it's okay. I can laugh. <laughs> Anyways, what are we saying all the time? Fuck them. Fuck them. Bye. Take care. Bill Belichick and his, you know, Zoom call and his face is all pixelated. Oh, man. Bye. Too bad. Anyways, too bad. Um, once again, huge win for the Browns today. Huge, huge. win. Great finish. Uh, Baker. Boy, huge posterizing. Boy, this is something. If you had a ticket to the game, you put it in a bag. You put it on your wall, like ESPN instant classic. Um, it, it was that level of fun today. Oh, great! And again, I'm happy for Mayfield. That kid. Uh, okay, last thought. Then we can go on to college football. Yeah, that kid could have checked out. Could have wanted out. Could have said, you know, my ribs hurt. I just need to get out of the game. Where's my mom? I just want to go home. And he didn't. Ain't that the difference? Ain't that the difference between this team? This team in the past would have given up after the first quarter. Oh God, we have been, we have been, you know, coming out for 
coming out for an anthem, getting tripped over a flag to like having like, you know, all sorts of like mystery shit. It's just one of those things where, again, we've seen it all in this town. We've seen it all in this town. I just want to say again, that was one of my, I, and this is a year where I love the Colts win, love the Dallas win. This is the best one yet. Jared, it's getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck happened that two weeks ago. And I don't know what the fuck happened week one, but these other five have been wonderful. Just, 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 just wonderful. And so with that, we must now turn attention to Saturday because the Big Ten did start and the Buckeyes rolled. I want to give now attention in the microphone to my partner, who's a big Buckeye fan. Were you concerned at times? Nebraska pushed around the Bucks a little bit, if I'm being fair, in the first half. Pushed them around, but um, I'm going to allude to this. Justin Fields, if he plays like that all year, Heisman, beware. And that's, a, that's I said it. it. I said it's it at the end play. of the game. I said it at the end of the game. Now, I didn't expect, again, just like this Browns game started, that Ohio State game started, and it had me. It, it, and it lingered. It was Nebraska rough. hung around. They were playing tough. Um, at one point, they I, were they up 14-7, and then they were up, and then it was 14-14. It was a little bad. And, it, it, take, and it was taking a while. that They weren't – offensively, you know, Ohio State wasn't running down the field like you were hoping. It was just uh, – I think I think Master Teague will probably improve as the year goes on. I thought I'd see a little bit more out of him, to be honest. But when you talk about Justin Fields and the way that that offense started to get rolling and Justin Fields throwing downfield, accurate as all hell. Um, Olave blew another touchdown, uh, a chance at one point on, a, on another beautiful play. But outside of that, I'm not worried about Olave. Not Garrett, an amazing Wilson. season. Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson had a hell of a day. Yeah, yeah, Garrett was absolute a, star. Absolutely. So there's no, there's no. So the, 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 the Ohio State, they they kicked it in. They 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 put it in the other gear, and they did what they do best, and they ran away with the game as expected. Now they put they seven more to go. Um, boy, Justin Fields, though, really, it really comes back to him. Heisman, he Heisman is absolutely in the running for Heisman. Uh, Heisman worthy already, hands down, absolutely. Well, that's one twenty of twenty one, two hundred seventy six. Twenty of twenty one, which I believe was that Alave drop in the end zone. That was the one. That was the way. That was the one drop. Are you shitting me? Right? He, he, I mean, Fields is really. Yeah, Garrett Wilson playing. seven 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 catches, one hundred twenty nine yards. I mean, uh, Garrett. Okay, let's go down a couple of rabbit holes. Yeah, there. again, again though, like we said, uh, you know. Um, uh, the running game would concern yeah. me. Um, it's early, but it would concern me. But there's no late this year. It's only eight games. So it concerns me if I'm a Buckeyes fan. Um, I, 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 Justin Fields is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful player. I'm going to take a personalized moment to answer EJ's question. I am not an Ohio State fan, EJ. Even though I was born in Cleveland, I grew up in Columbus, my dad is a huge Purdue fan. I am a huge Notre Dame fan. My mom's side of the family all went to Notre Dame, which I will get to them in a second and trumpet them for a little bit. I am not an Ohio State fan, but I am not naive. I'm very fair and honest and opinionated. And Ohio State's very, very good. They're Clemson, Alabama good. Now, here's some things I would also say. I'm worried about the defense. Not concerned. Don't think there's not improvement to be made. There is, but I'd be concerned. There's a lot of change, a lot of turnover. We talked about it prior to this game. We knew that, that, but you saw it. 
You saw it. The other thing that would concern me too, if I'm a Buckeye fan, is this: this running game. Not the, the offensive line looked clunky. It could be the first game out, so you kind of wait and hold. I will say though, Master Teague and Sermon have a long ways to go. It really did surprise me. It really yeah. did surprise me because I genuinely, after watching Master Teague come in and maintain, uh, you know, maintain on on the rushing side of things what J.K. Dobbins would leave him. Um, he, you know, he wasn't just table scraps. He, you know, Master Teague got his scores when he got his touches in the, you know, usually in the second half of, of, yeah. of those games last season. Right. Yeah. I, I have a lot of confidence in Master Teague. He looks like he's put on weight. He looks like um, he's, in, he's in, he looks like he's in shape looking. I mean, so I, I think, yeah. that, I think they'll get that figured out. I hope so. At least um, Jim on Facebook. Uh, the offense have depth has depth. Uh, freshman running back is going to be special. Bring on those Nittany Lions. I hope so. Well, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you this right now. After that Indiana game. Oh, okay, let's go there. Uh, Penn State. Oh, James <laughs> Franklin has had multiple. I like to call them brain farts, and he had another brain oh, fart yeah. on this team. And this team has got to start figuring out time, place, and score. Dick Vitale pounds us, and this is one of the things I do love about Dick. Time, place, and score. It goes in all sports, by the way. And this one, time, place, and score. You get the first down, get the fuck down. Brian Westbrook, wonderful player for the Eagles, did this years ago. He had a scoreway touchdown. The Cowboys stopped playing as they wanted him to score. He slid to run out the clock. On that play there, if you're in the Lions, the play is slide to run out the clock. Um, it was a wonderful game. Um, I, I see Jim here on Facebook, Indiana, really? Here's where I'm going to go with on this. And, and I'm I, I'm ready for this. Indiana's not that bad, actually. Indiana's actually pretty. I mean, they're good. They're not great, but they're good. And they're scrappy. And Penn State right now, in fairness to Penn State, their best their best player, Brown, is gone for the year for a medical condition. They're missing their best wide receiver. They have some very big pound. It, it, Penn State's actually missing some parts here. So to say this is a full Penn State team coming in week one is not fair. But that's where that's where Franklin can't make that's where the that's where, the, that's where he can't do it. You can't, can't you gotta come in focused, right? I mean, that's why Stefanski will jump back over to the Browns real quick. That's why Stefanski gets the best out of these players because they are aware, they are spatially aware, except for running running interception out of the end zone. I'll say that probably wasn't the right thing to do there. That you know. was not very bright. And I and again, I I okay. But nonetheless, right? but nonetheless, you get what you get what I'm saying. You you you, you yes. get the that's where the coaching has to come into play is when you aren't playing with a full deck. I don't mean mentally. I'm talking about your team on the field. No, when no, you're no, not, no, when no. you don't have them all out there, when it's not the when it's not your guys that you that you want which, of course, in the game of football, you always have to adjust. Look, right. here's, here's the big thing, and, and Jim hit this on Facebook again. Franklin is to blame for that loss, he says on Facebook. Here's where I'll go. I don't know if he's full blame, but I will say this, Jim. Franklin's had some moments where it's like, wow, that was weird. I remember there was an Ohio State game two years ago. I was like, wow, that was weird. Yeah. That was actually on the road uh, for yeah. the Bucs. They were in Happy Valley. I was like, wow, oh, that was a weird yeah. The moment or two he's had some wow that was weird so he is a very weird coach i think he is a good coach but i don't but i do know to jim's points like he's had some like that felt weird like he's definitely had some i call like, those i call those hue moments they are hue like yes. yeah like just weird <laughs> very 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 weird um, um very strange back to the bucks um i know they're playing Nittany lines we'll get this more on friday 
or Thursday, depending mm-hmm. on schedules. The one thing I'll just say about the Bucks is this. If they can gradually improve, which I believe they will on their day from next game to game, I think this team will be fine because of how good Justin Fields is. Justin Fields was a very good player this year. He's becoming a great to elite player. That was like Joe Burrow. Justin Fields looked like Joe Burrow on Saturday. They're going to be tough, 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 tough to beat. Very, very tough. And um, I, I got to be honest with you, the way this is going for the Bucs, and from what I saw early on from the Big Ten, which was very good play, it is a collision course. What a surprise in, you know, game eight between Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, it feels that way already. Like, do I think Penn State has no shot? I won't say no shot, but I don't think Penn State's going to beat Ohio State. I don't think, you know, I just don't see any of those teams giving much of a trouble until Michigan. Michigan was interesting. I'm going to give a couple, quick opinion on that. And Matt and EJ, I see your comments. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah we'll jump. We'll save that for we'll the end. end. I was wrong. Um, okay, you say that. You say you're. You say be aware was, of, I, of, of the I team. Was, I was wrong about Michigan. About one thing, that defense. If they play like that, and that's not a bad Gopher team. It's a good Gopher team. Yeah, I did expect more and, out of the Gophers. And, and, I did. I that did. Was a shit show. That was a bad loss for Fleck. Bad, 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 bad. Minnesota did not play well. Did not play well. No, listen, I would say give it time. I would say give it time. Let the let those uh, let the let the the yellow and blue team. Um, they've got. To, I'm sorry. You can you can talk about how they looked all day long, but they've got to prove it. That's a team that is in in the boat. They've got to prove it. And until they do, I'm Jared, not going to. I just can't. It is not. I can't. I can't. They fair, do not. Jared, Jared the, uh, you know, it's um, gold. Every we've been we've been told every year to watch out. Jared, oh, I, 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 saw, I, I like, saw this team play better. On. I saw this. It, it is a road game to start the year at night at Minnesota. It's okay. not your average throwaway win. Okay. No, yeah. No, I'll give you that. You know, Jim Harbaugh's not that. wearing. Jim Harbaugh's not wearing khaki pants. Maybe it's time for Michigan. Maybe. I'm just saying. I was impressed. I must say I was impressed. I hate Michigan. All right, I'm being a homer, but I just I know, I hear you. Nope. Nope. I you know what I love that people don't like how I say Michigan. Michigan, 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 Michigan. That's because I love you, Jay. That's because I love you. Okay, finally to my Irish and then quickly in the boilermaker. Oh, thank God. Let's talk about the Irish. No. We came into Pittsburgh, we took and we conquered. All right, you beat five Pitt. to three. Now look, you beat Pitt. Look, look at my focus on the camera on screen right now. It's about as uh, focused as I am on this discussion. I, lo- I love Jared. I don't need him right now. Look, look at me. Hazy at, hazy at best. Look, look at me, Irish fans. <laughs> we play the Ramblin' Wreck. They're fucking terrible. And then in two weeks, Clemson comes to South Bend. Clemson, Clemson couldn't. Even, they barely beat Syracuse. Look. I don't think we're going to beat Clemson, but I am going to overhype that game as maybe a game Notre Dame can win because that's the first time this weekend. I am book. If he plays like that, Irish has a chance. They have a shot. It's not impossible. Okay. And I will say that defense played so much better. It took five games, five games, but finally <laughs> book and the Irish looked good. And they ran the ball 50 times. You're only passing 31 much better performance. Pitt is not good, so I'm not going to overhype the win. Georgia Tech is nothing. Georgia Tech lost 73-7. Clemson. So they're nothing. But I will say, for the first time, for Irish fans who listen, I feel hopeful, hopeful they're not going to be Clemson. I feel hopeful. 
against against Clemson. Hopeful. Meaning I don't think we're going to win at all, but I now don't think it's going to be a blowout. Okay. Like, let's say lightning strikes South Bend, which it can. Ask the Hurricanes in 88. Ask the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love nothing but. Oh. I, I, I'm I not one that, look, I, I'm not one of those folks that turns my nose up to Notre Dame. I'm not. I, They're I, I very talented. Happened. They're very, very talented. But, I, oh boy, pulling one out against Clemson. Oh, oh again, I'm not. I'm what not that not, would do, that would send, that would again, send shockwaves. Again, again, I'm not naive. And by the way, what a great time for the Browns on an off week. We can talk Clemson, Notre Dame all day, <laughs> which I would love to do. But um, anyways, um, also Notre Dame, another team, and it really does not have an established running back, which is a bit of a problem. Um, they're five games in now. I really could not tell you who's their strong Go, um, you know, Val Cal uh, running back is they really don't have one to be honest. But ought to be said, Book played so much better. Defense did a great job. That was a staple win. They struggle against Pitt. They never do well, and for them to blow them out was wonderful to see. Loved it. And finally, my Boilers came back and beat the Hawkeyes. No one had that coming. Rondo Moore didn't play. David Bell was wonderful. Great win for Purdue. That was a shameful loss for Iowa. Shameful. No Brom. No Rondell Moore, and you still lose. Bad, 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 bad. Great for Purdue, though. Great for Purdue. Loved it. Um, good having Big Ten football back. Am I right? I just, yeah, very much. Yeah, so. very, very, very good. It, very it, much. This so. felt like a college football. Even, game. even, yeah, even went to my dad's to watch a game. My yeah, dad, my dad doesn't always put the games on anymore. Um, he he's turned into an old man who likes to do other things other than watch football. Uh, Don't ask me why. Uh, but he put the game on, and we went over. We got there, and. And uh, it just felt it felt right. So as long as everyone's healthy and as long as everyone's safe, I'm happy. So let's keep yeah. doing that. Let's keep everyone okay. Now uh, I think that there's a there was a marquee name out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin star quarterback. Yeah. Testing positive. I didn't. Re- I literally just glanced that's at it before we started the huge. That's true. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's are freshman. I mean, I I did not watch a second of Illinois Wisconsin, but uh, but I read the headlines and I saw what I saw. That kid, if they finally have a passer in Madison, I mean, Wisconsin's dangerous. But for him to have COVID-19 possibly. Well, you've got to – and I know, you know, we talk about this. You know, these some guys are getting it, right? Some guys are getting sick. And we've got – and and it, you've got what? Um, Ar, is it Armstead who, who's got it and hasn't been able to get over it in the mm-hmm. NFL? Raquel? Or Raquel, rather? I forget now. Armstead, or is it? I'm gonna have to double check, but I think that's who it is. My my point is, um, there's a guy in the league who has had to go to the hospital twice and is not playing oh. the rest and is not playing the rest of the season. I think it's a player for Jacksonville. It, yeah, so it is. It, it, so it is. It's it's Armstead. Yeah, that's yeah. What it is. it's Jacksonville. No, you're right. And I, yeah. so and so, you know, as much as you can be happy that everyone you know, that most of those guys are, 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 are safe and not getting sick and, and doing the right thing and all that stuff. Um, that doesn't mean everyone, you know, it has gotten it. it and this is a guy who's, who's not going to play the rest of the season who, you know, who is an in shape NFL football player who, uh, who is, who's had to go to the hospital twice dealing with this. So. And not doing um, well. And I, and from what the report, I mean, look, it sounds like he is on his way to recovery maybe, right. well, but does not sound like he's, he's doing, I mean, you it just did not, it so did my not point, sound good. Yeah. Right. So you got to keep this in mind. Um, 
That's all. I'm not saying overly think about it. I'm just saying keep it in mind. Acknowledge it. You don't know. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, World Series ending. Holy oh, shit game. For, that was incredible. God. Incredible. In fact, I mentioned to get back and watch it. Game four was, I had it in the background the whole time. Definitely fell asleep in the eighth inning, but woke up for the ninth. Yeah. Don't know how. It's one of those moments you're like, okay, I'm up. <laughs> I guess I better watch. Like I missed the Rays batting. Yeah. I missed the Dodgers batting. And the, so bottom of the eighth, top of the ninth. And I came back for the ninth, the bottom of the ninth. Oh, my God. And by the way. I had to watch the replay of that final play oh, of the game because I had to watch it from different angles. Amazing. Because it, there are like four different shots that show different things that make like it's just incredible how that all went down watched it watch it it is kirk gibson mookie mookie hitting the ball of the buckner it is you know uh, we'll see it tomorrow night twins and uh, twins and braves it is that kind of magic honestly it's dodge uh, rajay davis type stuff like it was that kind of like zippy you could feel the series turn um look that was an unbelievable moment yeah i try not to get to like social media run, I was on every platform going, is anybody watching this? And then it's like, you know, oh my God, I can't fucking believe it. Oh my, like it just, and on top of it, in that inning, I thought on two different at bats with two outs, I go, ooh, is that strike three? On Phillips, the pitch before was like, oh man, I thought that was strike three. And it's like, okay, he gets another pitch. And that's when the game winning hit happened. And then earlier in the, and in the, earlier in that inning, I'm like, Ooh, I remember there's another guy. I'm like, man, I looked like strike three, end up walking. So it's one of those grinded, gritty ninth innings. Give the Rays credit. Yeah. Phillips in the ninth, down a run, hits the ball, misplayed by a center fielder, have no fucking clue what the catcher was doing. I know people are saying he's trying to watch the runner. That is an I just I just can't get over that catcher. I can't, I can't, Jared. We watch a lot of baseball. I've never seen a pitcher do a whirly bird ball come flying out of his glove as the runners picked off and then that allows the runner to score the winning run. I mean, I'm fucking believable. As the runner and the runner and the, the even better and, runner, runner fell and rolled. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. All of a sudden. Dead to right. Like I got a. He's got an emotional moment. It's not a, it's not a COVID cough. I hope. I <laughs> know. But it was one of the for people who have not checked it out, and people going, "Is this worth the hype?" It's worth every nickel and dime. Watch the replays. Yeah, worth every nickel and dime your time. Um, It Jared last night was a wonderful World Series game. Reminds me of like taking ourselves out of the Indians and Cubs. Remind me of Rangers Cardinals when that great World Series where like every game was like back and forth and. Oh my God! Every just last out, last strike, and everything was just dramatic, and everything being filled. That that game last night, you just knew it's like, like it honestly, if whoever got the last at bat, then the race happened to have the last at bat. It was amazing. Two out hits by the Dodgers every time they score. Two outs, two outs, two outs. Corey Seager is playing out of his mind. I want to say that again. Corey Seager is playing out of his mind. Lindor's not going to LA. No, 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 no. And by the way, if if they does end it in New York. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Mets or Yankees. Either one's open for business, I'm sure. But anyways, it was um, I know Dodgers raise is not sexy during a pandemic. That was a um, Jared, it's one of the best baseball games I've seen in a while. 
really, really, really good. Dramatic. <laughs> God, was that good last night? Woo! Just as dramatic as that Purdue win over Iowa. Right there. Right there. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond. On Twitter, at CLE and Beyond. Shoot us an email, Andy and Jared, J-A-R-I-D, at gmail.com. We are part of Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting. Waitingfornextyear.com. And also, soon to be a part of, officially a part of, Evergreen Podcasts. Evergreen! Andy, Andy, final thoughts on the day. I'm very happy for Baker Mayfield. I cannot say this enough. Enough of these guys we've seen come through this town when it's checked out. It says a lot about him. He, he at times is not the most lovable, but my God, is that kid showed a lot today in a time where you can absolutely checked out. Hollywood was discovered back in Cleveland again today. He was found in Cincinnati. We're bringing him back. And again, Miles Garrett's march to defensive MVP continues. And don't hate on Denzel Ward. We will get into the bromance that is Jared and I later. It's too late. It's too X-rated. We will do that. <laughs> um, you sure? I think we can put these up here. Can we do it? Let's do it. There. Matt Brocious on Facebook. Off topic. What a beautiful moment for the both of you when you finally met in person. Yes. Yes. EJ Scalotta on Facebook. Matt Brocious, I was going to comment something too, but wasn't sure if they discussed it during the opening segment. No, we talked about it actually last in the last episode. Go Come on, EJ. Go Browns Steelers pre- or Browns uh, Bengals preview episode. Go listen. Talk about it. Go listen to your best podcasting device: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and hit play. Or wait a minute, did we talk about it after the after the Steelers game after that episode? You know what? You have to listen to them all. Yeah, we go listen to them all. You know what? Too bad. We love you. But I'm very too tired to relive that moment. I love Jared a lot. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time to shut down. It's, it's too, we're too tired. But again, but again, but, but congratulations to Baker Mayfield, the Browns, and Stefanski, and all that whole crew. What a wonderful game. And again, they're all, I do think they'll get better here, Jared. They're going to get healthier. I think they're going to get players back. And I think they're on their way. Do something special. That felt like that win tonight. That oh, but closest thing was the Hoyer win in Atlanta, and that felt like a fluke. This feels real. This feels real. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. Thanks for tuning in. Baker's back, motherfuckers. <laughs> Have a good night. Take care. Talk again soon. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
They were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 